0: Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealer. And now, your very closest attention for one of the most thrilling and sensational announcements of the year. Listen. How would you like to be the first one in your crowd to build your very own model airport? A swell, big model airport complete with hangars, shops, air beacons, buildings, and equipment of every kind. How would you like to fill this airport with model airplanes that you've built yourself topped off with a beautiful big model of Captain Midnight's own Spartan bomber? And that isn't all. How would you like to have a complete set of warplane wing markings of all the major countries in the world, to transfer onto the wing and tail assemblies of your model military planes of all the different countries. But wait, here's why I'm asking you all these questions. Captain Midnight himself is going to tell you how you can get all these things and lots more besides absolutely free. Captain Midnight will talk to you now by radio from the cabin of his powerful monoplane. All right, Captain Midnight, go ahead. Hello, fellows and girls. All the things Don Gordon has just told you about, directions for making that swell model airport, how to get the plans for the Spartan bomber, the free set of warplane wing markings, yes, and any other big features, are all in the new issue of our own aviation adventure club newspaper, the Flight Patrol Reporter. Now, I want every single member to have one. So whatever you do, don't miss getting your very own copy of the new Flight Patrol Reporter. Now, that's all for now. Go ahead, Don. Thank you, Captain Midnight. And I'm sure all your loyal members will respect your wishes and get their copies of the new Flight Patrol reporter with all these sensational new features. And remember this, they're absolutely free. Now here's all you do. Just stop at your Skelly service station and show your Skelly man your Flight Patrol membership card the next time you're out with mother or dad in the family car. Your Skelly man will give you your free copy of the new Flight Patrol reporter right then and there. And say Captain Midnight is right. The new flight patrol reporter shows you just how to make a thrilling model airport different from any you've ever seen. It tells you how to get the famous Spartan bomber model kit or plan. It gives you the wing markings used by the world's greatest fighting planes all over the world and dozens of other exciting features besides. But now, get this. If you're not yet a member of the flight patrol, your Skelly man will help you join up right away so you can still get your free flight patrol reporter the very same day. But remember now, don't put it off. Get your free copy of the thrilling new flight patrol reporter at your Skelly service station tonight. And now to Captain Midnight. Events are rapidly approaching an exciting climax in Captain Midnight's determined effort to rescue Chuck Ramsey and Frank Crane before the time limit set by Ivan Shark expires. But in the meantime, the criminal has discovered the secret message that Chuck has sent to Captain Midnight. As our scene opens now, it is noon, and Captain Midnight has just landed his Spartan plane on the Reddington Airport. Commissioner Markham approaches and says... Well, what luck, Captain Midnight? None at all, Commissioner. Oh, I'm afraid this is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Perhaps it's even worse than that, Commissioner. None of the other pilots have discovered any trace of the flying arrow either? No, Captain. They're back empty-handed. Hmm. Judging by the number of planes in the ground, I guess everybody must be in for refueling. Yes, they're all in, but a few got away late this morning. I imagine there'll be planes coming and going all afternoon. I don't suppose you've had any word from any of your ground stations, have you? Not a word, Captain Midnight. Hmm. You'll be taking up again as soon as you've refueled, won't you? Yes, we will, Commissioner. Just as soon as we can get the oil and gas tanks filled. There's the refueling truck now. How about having a bit of lunch with me? Perhaps my radio operator will have some information. I'll be glad to, Commissioner. I'll be up at the restaurant, Steve. Come up there when you're through. Okay, Captain. In the meantime, we return to Ivan Shark's hideout. A criminal is in his study, looking out of the window at an airplane in the distance. Suddenly, there comes a signal.
1: Got out to see you, Master. Very well, Fang.
2: Send him in. You will come in, Gardo. Okay, Fang. What is it now, Gardo? I uh, got a code message from Maxie at Ridgeville, Chief. Things don't look good at all. I see. Then
1: Captain Midnight, I take it, is not
2: there? Well, here's the message, Chief. I wrote it out on a piece of paper for you. May well. Hmm. So this is it. Yeah.
1: Captain Midnight took off from Ridgeville Airport shortly after 11 o'clock the night before last. He did not land again at Ridgeville. Hey,
2: listen to that plane. It's getting closer. That's the
1: third plane we've seen here this morning, Gardo. If we pay no attention to them, I tell you, they will not spot us.
2: Yeah, but what about this message, Chief? What kind of a trick is Captain Midnight playing on us? Uh, You had your listening post check on him last night, didn't you? Yes, Gardo, I did.
1: And the report was that the voice was coming from near Ridgeville.
2: Yeah, but according to this message, Midnight left there the night before last. That's more than 24 hours ago. Hey, he must be up here somewhere. But how could he be up here and talk from down there? There's only one possible
1: answer, Dardo. Captain Midnight did not talk from down there. In fact, it was not his voice we heard at all. It was someone else hired by Captain Midnight to mislead us into believing he was still there.
2: Yeah, I guess both this kid Ramsey and Captain Midnight have put one over on us. Oh, no, not yet they haven't.
1: Ramsey and young Crane are still locked in that room here, aren't they?
2: Well, sure they are, Chief. But uh, but things are getting rather hot for us. Captain Midnight 2,000 miles away is one thing. But knowing he's sticking his nose around here is something else. Yes, Gardo, it is something else. Uh, Let me think. Uh, Maybe we'd better give Ramsey and young Crane no works and then get out of here,
1: huh? It's useless to attempt leaving here in daylight, Gardo. There are too many planes in the air. Like this one to the east right now.
2: Well, supposing one of them figures out this uh, flying arrow business. Well, they
1: haven't yet. And I don't think they will. But at any rate, it's useless to attempt leaving here until dark. Well, shall we take out of here then? I'm not sure, Gardo. But you'd better have everything in readiness. Okay. Go now and leave me here to make plans for the
0: future. Report to me later. (laughs) Not far away is the room where Chuck Ramsey and young Frank Crane are imprisoned. They are standing by the single window of their room, watching the distant, high-flying plane. Listen as Frank explains.
3: I can't understand it, Chuck. That's the third plane that's been flying around here this morning. I know it, Frank. Something's up. I can feel it in the air. Even Fang looked at us kind of funny when he brought in our food a little while ago. Do you suppose Captain Midnight is flying one of those planes? Only one of them got close enough for me to get a good look at it. I know it wasn't a Spartan. Well, I was hoping this one was going to fly right overhead, but now I don't think so. Uh, no. No, I think he's going away to the west. Oh, something must have happened. Do you suppose... Do you suppose Cap Midnight did get your message? I'm not sure, Frank, but I do think this. I think that each time Ivanshark talked to him on the radio, Captain Midnight had his position triangulated. And he's probably commutered that information to the Canadian police. Oh, gosh, I sure hope you're right, Chuck. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is that I've been shark-talked to Captain Midnight at 12 o'clock last night. That means that Captain Midnight was at Ridgeville at the time. Ridgefield's over 2,000 miles away. That makes things rather hopeless, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I guess our only chance is that one of these planes will spot this place before dark tonight. But, gee, Chuck, suppose one of them does spot it. Suppose the pilot does come down to investigate. That doesn't mean we can get away from Shark. He's not going to allow himself to be captured, and, and one of the first things he'll do is to... to... Oh, I know what you're saying. You mean that, that he'll get rid of us. Oh, gee, that plane is gone. and another chance is gone with it. But to come back to what you were saying, we've got to take a last desperate chance of breaking out of here. Now, here's what we'll do. We'll wait until after dark, and then we'll smash this window... And...
0: Late in the afternoon, just as the sun is setting, flying very high... Captain Midnight's plane nears Ivan Shark's hideout. The famous pilot is at the controls, and behind him are Steve and Patsy Donovan, and Pinky Drake and Slim Poole. Listen as Steve exclaims. Well, we're coming to the center of the circle, Captain Midnight, point to which we've been working. Yes, I know it, Steve. It looks as if we'd followed my system for nothing. Mm.
4: This is the point from which Ivan Shark made his third broadcast, isn't it, Captain Midnight? Yes,
0: it is, Patsy. If
4: that's
2: where it is, it's a darn cinch.
4: Ivan Shark wouldn't
2: be a hole in Chuck there. Yeah, any dumbbell could tell that. All right,
0: come on now, you two. We're all too tired for that. But I'm afraid Pinky's right. Ivan Shark certainly wouldn't be holding Chuck at the same place from which he made one of his broadcasts.
4: Maybe we'd better hurry back to...
2: Why, the great grizzly,
4: Patsy. What are you staring at? Captain
0: Midnight. Yes, Patsy, what is it?
4: Keep the ship headed in the same direction.
0: What in the world do you see, Patsy?
4: I don't know yet, Steve. Maybe I'm crazy, but look, Captain Midnight. What? Look out to our left. Not just below us, but farther away.
0: Yes, Patsy, I'm looking, but what do you see?
4: I see something that looks like an arrow. What? Turn a little to the left, Captain Midnight, and let's get closer.
0: All
1: right.
0: By the tarnation, Patsy, I don't see nothing that looks like an arrow. Neither do I, Patsy. Look, Wait I'm a minute, the... hold it, everyone, hold it. I believe you've got something there, Patsy, look. Steve, yeah, look down there. Must be three or four miles ahead of us there. See? You see that long ridge?
4: That's it. That's what I was looking at.
0: Well, yes, I see it, but I... well, say, say that does look a little bit like an arrow? You bet. And the closer we get, the more it takes on that shape. Look. There's a long shaft made by those woods on top of the ridge. And at the eastern end, there's something that looks like a point. See? And at the
4: western end, it broadens out in a shape just like the feathers on the tip of an arrow.
0: Yes. Now I see. Well, it looks just like an arrow.
4: And look, Captain Midnight, on the center of the ridge. There's something that looks like a house.
0: Uh, Just a minute, Patsy.
4: Gosh, if
0: that's the place, we'd better dive down and look it over. No, Pinky, no. That's the one thing we mustn't do. At least not yet. But you're right, Patsy. There is a house on that ridge, and it's a long, narrow one. And what's more, there's a bridge on this side. Must be over a ravine. Quick, Patsy, quick. Read Chuck's secret message there again. Hurry. Well,
4: here it is. Come over, bridge. Right at Long Home on Flying Arrow.
0: Everything checks. This must be the place. Well, Ivan Shark certainly pulled a fast one on me that time. He assumed that the place he broadcast from would be the last place that I'd look. And he was right. And look, on the other side of the ravine, there's a long, narrow landing field. Mm -hmm.
4: This is the place? It's got to be.
0: Quick, Steve, take over the wheel here. Right. And keep on straight ahead. And don't do any kind of flying that would make watchers on the ground suspicious. I'm going to call Reddington. Number one calling. Number one calling. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead, number one. Go ahead.
0: I've found flying arrow. Check my position by triangulation and send every available plane. We'll keep calling so you can check signals. Go ahead.
3: right number one. We'll send help immediately.
0: All right, here. I'll take that wheel, Steve. Right. You keep calling while I hold the ship in a wide circle so as to help the listening post get our position. Right you are, Captain Midnight. Number one, Corrin. Number one, Corrin. Number one, Corrin. At last, Captain Midnight has found Ivan Shark's hideout on the Flying Arrow but Chuck Ramsey and Frank Crane have not been rescued yet. Don't miss the thrilling climax of this exciting adventure. Tune in to Captain Midnight. Remember, Captain Midnight expects every member of the 1940 Flight Patrol to do his duty, and that is to call for your free copy of the new Flight Patrol Reporter the very next time you're off with mother or dad in the family car. And man alive, just think of all the fun you'll have Building that keen model airport, making model planes, tracing and coloring those warplane wing markers on your model fighting planes, reading all the exciting aviation features and adventure club news in your own aviation club newspaper. And don't forget this it's absolutely free to every member, whether you already belong or whether you join up right now at your Skelly service station. And what's more, it's your last chance to join the 1940 Flight Patrol. Because in a very short time, the membership list will be closed once and for all. And tell all your friends about it, won't you? And remember yourself to see your Skelly man for your exciting new issue of the Flight Patrol Reporter tonight or tomorrow for sure. And don't forget to tune in again Friday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. So Captain Midnight finally located Ivan Shark's hideout where Chuck Ramsey and Frank Crane are imprisoned. But he still must rescue them. Can he do it? Be sure to listen Friday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Scallyman, saying goodbye and happy landing!